From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland Edition for the week of February 28th, 2013. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, and Michael Bowling. In this segment, Nancy has the second part in her Southern California 101 series. Nancy? Hi. Hey. <laughs> so, Hi. So, so we Nan- thought... A- so... I thought about where the most logical place to start when talking about Los Angeles sites and where people like our Dizzers and our listeners like to or have the most interest in going besides Disneyland. And I sat down and I kind of thought about it and I said, well, this is pretty much a no-brainer. They want to go back to where it all started. They want to go back to the area that Walt walked in. And that means... Burbank, where the studio is, <laughs> Glendale, where Imagineering is, and Griffith Park, where the carousel that inspired Disneyland is. So I thought, well, why don't we start with those areas? Because there are a lot of really great tourist activities to do. Well, I think we should also say that we that you're going to do this as as regions, different regions of of Southern California. Yeah. Remember in our last 101, which Tom will gladly put a link in the show notes to, um, we talked about deciding what kind of extra vacation you'd like to have. You know, what, what interests you, what other Los Angeles type things would be driving factors in your vacation. And we've got our, our, Walt Disney enthusiasts, and they definitely have all the Disney places. They want to hit the, you know, they want to hit the El Capitan in Hollywood. They want to try and get as close to the studio as possible. They want to, you know, see what they can see. And so I'm going to kind of break it up. I want to talk about, because there's so much to do in Hollywood and the Museum Mile and just, you know, a few miles away from the Birdbank Glendale Griffith Park area that I think that that should be its own separate program. And we've got a lot to talk about as far as that goes and as far as great places of tourist interest. So Back to we've covered, yeah, we've covered a lot. Well, I was going to say we've covered a lot of these areas already in different show segments, but we'll kind of go through them again as, as a picture. Now I, because on the other end of Burbank, right on the border is Universal Studios, I'm just going to put a little tiny bit of information about that because we could definitely took, we could definitely talk about that as its own show segment in a couple segments, as a matter of fact. But you should know that this is also a location in this same area. So here we go. Yours, if you're staying at the Anaheim Resort, it's an easy drive up Interstate 5 all the way to Interstate 134, and that corner starts your journey into the world of Walt. <laughs> Do you like that? Wow. Starting your journey into the world of Walt. The world is a... never mind. 
Okay. Anyway, back to back to focus. So, if you were staying at, like I said, the Disneyland Resort, it's an easy drive up. It'll take you about an hour and fifteen to an hour and a half in the morning, just because of the traffic coming north from the Disneyland Resort. And it'll take you about the same time or maybe even a little longer going home. However, if you were looking at tacking this on to the beginning or end of your trip and want to stay in that particular area because of all the things that there are to do, there are some great places you could certainly call home for a couple days in the Burbank area. And Burbank would be very, very central to that. I know... Um, some of our listeners, the Christiansons, love to stay at the Best Western in Burbank. It's just right off the 134 freeway, and it's reasonable priced and comfortable. There's also off of Interstate 5 up in beautiful downtown Burbank, as Johnny Carson used to call it, um, which is we call the media center. There are hotels of any membership you belong to. Uh, there's a great residence in. There's um, a Holiday Inn over at Universal. There's a Sheridan and a Hilton. There's a Marriott across from the Burbank Airport. So there's a ton of different places that are really great. Oh, there's also a what's what's the other one besides residence in? I'm so sorry I didn't actually write the name of this one done. Down. It's one of the it's one of the little apartment style ones. Homewood Inn or something no. like that. Oh, there. No, let's see. There's residence in. Oh, okay. There's a residence in. It is residence in. That's in downtown Burbank. Really nice. Really new property. If you have a family and like to do your own meals, then um, that's a great place to stay. There's also a courtyard by Marriott right off Interstate 5 as well. So you've got everything, Hampton Inn, you name it. So that's a good place if you want, if you don't want to pay the big prices in Hollywood because Lord only knows that, is it a Lowe's that the, the old Renaissance became? I think it became Lowe's Hollywood Hotel or something like that. Yeah, you've all probably heard about it on the Oscars. It's the same one they have the Governor's Ball at the top of. Um, yeah, so, that's the lows. So, um, just some a little bit of advice on where to stay in that area. Now, one of the great places to go to look to start planning a vacation in this area is um, the LA www.laparks.org, and you look up uh, Griffith Park. And Griffith Park has a huge amount of um, of attractions as well as a couple Walt Disney-specific activities. Most notably, the carousel, um, which was the same carousel he used to watch um, Sharon and Diane ride while he thought about a wonderful place to, you know, take his children that didn't exist and... All that good stuff. (laughs) 
and it's a really nice little carousel, and it's actually one of the zippier carousels I've ever been on. And I mean, the that's park is beautiful. It, and the park is beautiful itself. Oh yeah, and we and we haven't even begun to get into the glories of this park. So, are you gonna you're gonna tell more about it? Of course, I'm gonna tell more about Yay. it. Yay! Okay. Who am I not to tell a giant story? <laughs> <laughs> Now, one of the things about Griffith Park is it's such a mix of things. You've got, it's, Griffith Park is basically a mountain that's been donated to the city of Los Angeles for use as a park. On one side of this mountain is indeed the Hollywood sign. And that's on the, uh, on the western face of it. And at also on the western side, you'll find the famed Griffith Park Observatory, which was renovated just a few years ago. On the opposite side of the park, you'll find the Los Angeles Zoo. You'll find the Autry National Center, set up to um, for weird Western heritage. You'll find the Travel Town Museum. You'll find the L.A. Live Steamers, which we've talked about on the show. That's where Walt's Barn is. And you'll find the L.A. Equestrian Center for horseback riding and stuff like that. You can also find horseback riding on the other side of the park at Sunset Ranch up in Hollywood Land. Other attractions also are the Griffith, are the Greek Theater. There's bike rentals. There's Pony Rides for Kids, and there's the Griffith Park and Southern Railway. So yet another miniature railroad. Um, Just great stuff. You'll see lots of joggers, lots of golfers, because there's a full golf course in Griffith Park. On the weekends, you'll see tons of family picnics. There's a really great playground in the middle near the the merry-go-round. They actually call it the Griffith Merry-Go-Round. And so, just tons of great things to do. And the prices on the various attractions are really good. You won't get um, admission fees past $10 or $12, I think, for anything. So, well, except, of course, shows at the Greek Theater. But those are, you know, definitely on a set schedule. The website I gave you has links to everything you can do there. You can hike a lot. Um, one thing I should say is there are definitely coyotes in the park, but they usually stay out of, out of sight of, you know, humans until nighttime. So you get to see a lot of stuff. Horseback riding through the park is very common. You'll see a lot of horse owners um, taking their horses and then also some tours. So little little different things you can do there. I really do like the Los Angeles Zoo. I think it's a fun zoo in the same vein as the San Diego Zoo is in a fun vein. It's built on the side of the mountain. Now, if you choose to go on the hiking paths, you can actually hike up to the original L.A. Zoo and go through that, and you can still see some of the cages and and exhibit areas. So I have not done that. My husband has, and he said it's really kind of neat up there. So we'll put links to um, 
to the uh, LA Live Steamers and Waltz Barn, as well as, what else do we have? Oh, I don't know. I'll write some blogs to go with these at some point in time or another. Um, I plan on visiting the Autry Center really soon, so I'll put something up on that one as well. We just got a membership to it. so um, I should say that it's a good idea to look into package tickets for different things you want to do in these areas, especially when we talk in future shows about Museum Mile and... Um, down south of downtown in the, um, oh, Mary Jo, help me where the science museum is. My brain has stopped for a minute. Exposition, <laughs> and Park. Exposition Park. Exposition Park. Because a lot of, um, of the more major museums and, and aquariums and stuff like that are on group tickets. Like I mentioned on Redbox from the other week. So, the more I find out about that, the more we'll try and put up extra um, information in the uh, Southern California section of the Disneyland portion of, of WDWinfo.com. So that's a little bit about that area. I Like I said, I personally love the L.A. Zoo. Travel Town is really cool if you get to climb up on onto the engines and into the rail cars and stuff like that. So it's a really hands-on um, transportation museum, and they have a small train that you can ride around. We've done the pony rides with our kids. It's like $3 for a few trips around, and the kids actually get to hold the reins and everything themselves. But it's very a very safe environment. The, the ponies run on a little track. So and they identify the kids by age and which track they get to get to use. I have not done bicycle rentals. That does sound really fun. That's actually located in the very center of the park. So, ta-da, Griffith Park in a handful. You could actually do two to three of these different attractions in Griffith Park or more in one day. So there's a lot to offer. Now, very close to Griffith Park is another attraction. We, well, not necessarily an attraction in some people's eyes, but another very Walt-oriented location, and that would be Forest Lawn Cemetery in Glendale, where Walt Disney's grave is. And we have a blog, which, of course, we'll have in the show notes, a link to that, and you can read a little bit more about how to get there and what to see. There's lots of photographs involved in that blog as well. It's a nice place to spend some time in reflection. So if you're doing a Walt tour, a few things you might want to do. Um, the Disney Studios is located immediately off the 134 at Buena Vista Street. So you could actually drive down to get off at the Buena Vista Street exit. You'll be able to tell you're in the right place because there's a very large building that says ABC on top of it. And you can actually um, get off the freeway, drive up the block to the end of the studio, make a right turn and uh, on Alameda Street, which is at the other end of the studio, make a right turn, and if you find a little place to park right there, you can actually walk over to the guard gate at the front of the studio there and uh, take pictures of, ask politely, 
and you'll be allowed to go in and see Legends Plaza and take pictures of the um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves building, which is one of the administration buildings. And behind you is actually the Frank G. Frank G. Wells building, yep. which contains the archives. And you, it's got a really neat film wheel design on it, so you can do that. Um, and you can actually drive then around to the next intersection, street intersection, make a right, and it, you'll be driving partially through a residential. The studio has a fence. You know, you just follow the Mickey Mouse fence all the way around. And that takes you back down to Riverside. <coughs> Make a ride at that corner of the studio. And you'll be able to see the famed animation building and the hat right in front of you. It's Most people don't realize that that building is only like about 50 feet from the street. So... It's very easy to access the front of that building to photograph it. And it's, I know I used to always think, oh my gosh, that's probably huge. That's, you know, this, that's that. I had a lot of preconceived notions of what that building was like before I moved here. And the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, it's just right there. <laughs> I was, I was, my, predisposed notion of how big the studio was and how it was set up. I figured that sucker was buried on a lot the way I've always seen photographs of it. I I didn't realize the fence was literally right in front of it and then there's like a turnaround circle right there and the bill and the hat is just on the other side of the turnaround circle. So just nice perspectives of that. So that would be one thing to do. Do the little quick drive around that area, you can easily get back on the 134 freeway and go south and get off at um, get off at the um, Forest Lawn exit, which is the next exit down the freeway, and that'll put you into Griffith Park on the um, eastern entrance, on the northeast entrance. And once you get into Griffith Park, the the Traveltown Museum is right there, and the L.A. Live Steamers is just past it down the road, down Zoo Drive. So you just take a little loop there. It basically follow the, follow the highway on the side road, and you'll get to those two locations. Keep on going a little bit farther, and you'll actually get to the zoo and the Autry Center. Now, the Autry Center is a really cool place, and that's why I bought a family membership to it. Um, it celebrates Western heritage, Western culture, um, the American, Native American communities and contributions, and basically the settling of the West. Um, it was obviously started by the man himself, Gene Autry, um, through donations and, and a foundation, and really works hard to keep um, – keep heritage alive. So that's kind of nice. Um, now to get to the Griffith Observatory, you actually have to fin you actually have to take that road all the way around the park. So if we leave the Zoo Autry Center, we're going to continue to go south and a little bit towards the little eastish but not quite. Um, but we're going to go south around the mountain. And you'll be able to then pass the uh, train, the the uh, Griffith Park and Southern train, and the pony rides. They'll be on your 
they'll be on your left at the very end at the other exit of the park. I did, however, forget the merry-go-round. You'll see the sign. It's halfway down that road past the golf course and another two intersections. Now that that's been so exciting. Come on, guys. Give me some feedback. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm really listening to everything as you're saying. Okay. Um, as you're naming these places, I'm thinking, I want to go there. Okay, I want to go there too. I want to, like the Autry Center. I I know you invited me, but I couldn't go to it. I would have loved to have gone with you guys to go to go visit. Well, and actually, we kind of had to put it off because I had to take backhoe to my children's room. But <laughs> still. Uh, possibility to go then yes we still have the possibility to go very soon i want to go in the next couple weeks sometime in the next couple weeks and also hit the griffith observatory the more i started looking around um ian's been there for a private party but i haven't been there since they remodeled it so i'm really curious to see it yeah i've been there a couple of times and i easily go back. It's, I think it's fascinating over What's, there. What is at the Griffith Observatory? I've always wanted to go there, but I'm not oh sure my what's gosh. in there. Well, you know, if you go to um, griffithobs.org, www.griffithobs.org, you'll get to their official website. Oh, okay. And they Check have it out. A great, they have a great um, calendar events. Besides having a star chamber, um, they also host star parties. They have um, in the building to the when you look at it from the parking lot. Can I can is, I can I interject, Nancy? Because yeah. I've been there a yeah. couple times. Last year I was there. Um, the Griffith Park Observatory has a lot. It's a a lot of um, planetary exhibits. Mm-hmm. And when you first walk in, it has a huge pendulum. I was wondering if that was still there. It's it's still there, and it still goes. Um, it measure it shows you the rotation of the Earth. The pendulum yep. always goes oh, in the, the same direction. Yeah, it's a focal pendulum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we Thank have you. one in San Francisco too. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, they're they're great. They have that. They have um, a lot of different um, exhibits for solar exhibits and lunar exhibits, planetary exhibits. Mm-hmm. There, they show they have this like this cage that they it's a demonstration of electricity and they they tell you that Edison is the name behind the the inventor of electricity but really somebody else discovered it or in, discovered electric elect, electricity and then they show you how it works so it's it's just fascinating there's some some exhibits that you can actually they're hands on that you can Make things happen. There's telescopes you can look at. Um, you're you're lo- actually looking at the sun, and it's measuring different, you know, the sun spots and etc. So, I would say. And then, in addition to all that, they have a couple of. Uh, oh my gosh, what are those shows well, called? Lazarium shows. And you yeah. and you go in. You go in this building. You lay down in the chair. It's, a, it's you lay down and you look at this huge dome, kind of like a cinematic. It's in dome. the pla- It's in the planetarium. It's in the actual uh, planetarium portion. All of this is in the planetarium that yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And and when you walk into the into the show and then you and they have a couple of different shows that explain the constellations and the s- different things and it's very interesting to to watch that. And then like Nancy said they have star parties where you can go up there and 
and you can actually go to one of the telescopes. They actually have um, the left-hand telescope, or they used to have the left-hand telescope um, open for public viewings in the evenings. Oh, okay. So there's lots of different things you can do there, and you know you get in line to get into the to get into the telescope, and you go up and you get your turn at the at the viewing and and stuff like that. Um, there are also um, the Leonard Nimoy was a big contributor to the um, to the Griffith Park Observatory and to its um, to its renovation. And so they actually named one of the uh, one of the theaters, and they give lectures um, and astronomy updates in that particular theater. They have all kinds of different public programs, um, and they have a, a section of their website devoted to those public. Um, public programs, and it tells you, like, um, what days those are, um, those are open and, and such like that, as well as the fees, um, the additional fees. It's free to go to the observatory. Yes. The show that some of the programs cost, some of the programs and activities will cost a small charge, like $7. Right. It's, I highly recommend going there. Okay, yeah, I'll check out the website. Thanks. Plus, you get a really good view of the Hollywood sign when you're up there. Yep. And the cafe is run by one of the, um, yeah, it's run, the cafe is actually operated by Wolfgang Puck. So but when we go, the, the park is so nice. You know, they have that little, that aviary just past the Greek theater. Yeah. On the, on the way up and they have a very nice little park on the way up to the observatory. So we typically take a lunch and, and we pick, we have a picnic when we go, when we go well, there. And that's one of the thing that the uh, Griffith Park Cafe actually offers is grab and goes. So you can, you know, if you're a visitor from out of town and haven't stopped at a grocery store, you can turn around and, you know, pick up a bunch of grab and go selections and, and go ha- make your own picnic out of it. So that's pretty convenient. If you're doing that. So I would say, you know, even at the zoo, um, the L.A. Zoo, if you're planning on going there, they have really good food at the L.A. Zoo. Uh, we like, actually like to eat at the L.A. Zoo. They have hand-carved sandwiches, things like that. Do they still have that? Um, you don't get to eat the animals, though, right? No. Oh. And the kids' meals are pretty fun, too. It tastes like chicken. <laughs> And waffles. Sure waffles, and with waffles. It. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you that one for free. You can eat by the. Uh, we like to actually eat up by the giraffes, but they have different types of food in different locations around the zoo. It's not all um, standard. You know, it's not all the same food here and there. So, that's a good thing to note about that too. Um, gosh. I think we pretty much beat Griffith Park to death. So let's talk about one or two extra little things you can do while you're also in that area. One of the um, fun things to do is drive when when you're on the Los Feliz side, which is the way you can enter um, Griffith Park to get up to the observatory. You can actually stop by or drive by a little home called. Um, it, that was Walt Disney's original house in um, in 
And um, it's 4053 Walking Way. And I'm sorry if you're the person who lives there and listens to the show. But it's a really nice little, um, it's a nice little house. And you can actually drive by and, and see it. But this isn't actually the house that, um, this isn't actually the house that I thought it was. Interesting. This is a different house. Um, there is another, that's one, but that looks like it's in a, uh, a private area. Now there is another little house. Where, and what's the house again, Nancy? I missed it. It's a little, Walt Disney's home in Los Feliz. Okay. And it's just, it's right on the corner. Oh. Well, maybe this is the one. Do you have the address to it that Tom would Yeah, that was the one Wednesday? I just gave. It was um, 4053 W-O-K-I-N-G Way. And they have a really, it's a really neat home. In fact, there's a website for it as well. So that was kind of a neat little place. There are little D's on the windows. Nice. And it's a little French Normandy style home. We drove by it. It was one one of the few things. Also in that area just up the hill from that is um the Innes Brown house. It's a Frank Lloyd Wright house. And it's used a lot. Um it was Angel's Lair and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um and several other movies. You you notice it by its um by its unique architecture, but it, they do offer, um, some, uh, house tours. So I would definitely, um, I'm looking right now to see if I can find the website. I forgot to dig that up earlier. It is, the address for it is 2607 Glendower Avenue. And it's, Really, really gorgeous, and they do actually um, offer tours occasionally. It's a beautiful home, just absolutely beautiful. So that's yet another place you can go to while you're kind of driving around in the area if you're an architecture buff. It's really fun to see just the houses in that vicinity. And while you're on the Los Feliz side, you can just cross... um you can cross Los Feliz, or take Los Feliz, cross Interstate 5, and you'll end up in the Atwater District. And Atwater is, of course, the home of the famous, everybody got it? Glendale Hyperion Bridge. Well, yes, that's the next freeway exit, okay. Glendale Hyperion Bridge. But where's Walt's favorite restaurant? Oh, okay, Tamashaner. The Tamashaner, and it's right there on Los Feliz Boulevard. It is about... Three blocks to four blocks from Interstate 5 going west. Or no, I'm sorry, going east. I get my east and my west sometimes mixed up around here. It's easy to do. It's Los Angeles. There's tons of streets. Um, but the Tamashaner, really great food. Um, if you make some plans in advance, you could always ask for Walt's table. It sits four. He doesn't use it anymore, so. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? And then it's not hard it's not hard or far to get to um to get to the uh Forest Lawn Glendale Cemetery from that point. And it's easy to bounce back to the five and head back down the freeway. Now 
If you want to hang out in Burbank just a little bit more, one place I would also recommend, and you can get to it easily from the Disney Studios, is the Burbank Historical, the Burbank Historical Society. I just had to pop over to my notes. It is located on Olive Boulevard, about, I'd say about, 12 to 15 blocks. I'd say about a mile and a half from the studio. Um, and it is right next, right as part of Olive Park. You can tell you're in the right place because there is a large aircraft on a stick right in front of it. <laughs> um, and that's basically an homage to the huge, huge aviation industry, um, even Asian industry history of Burbank. And here you'll find exhibits on, um, exhibits on Burbank history. You'll find old vehicles, old, um, old film, um, film and studio history since Burbank is the home of, you know, what used to be, um, NBC studios, Warner Brothers studios, Disney studios, Nickelodeon Studios, you name it, we have it. <laughs> or we have some of these things. It's also the home of such places as, um, oh my god, the, the famous color place, Technicolor. It's the home of Technicolor and several other critical places in the industry. So, it, that's a real fun little museum to look through, and you can actually take a virtual tour of it online at Burbank Historical www.burbankhistoricalsoc.org, and that'll show you a little bit about that museum. You can even pick up little history of Burbank books there. So that's one of our cute little history places to go. You can also take a tour of Warner Brothers Studios. Um, we've ta- we've talked a little bit about that on the show, haven't we? Yep. I'm sure we have, and I'm sure there'll be a link to it somewhere because I know I did a blog. Um, now, what interestingly enough, and don't you hate it when you find out things like after the fact? Okay. Because I was popping through things, and I saw something about an NBC Burbank studio tour. Now, I've lived in Burbank for 12 years now, and I had no clue that that the NBC um, studio there offered actual studio tours like Warner Brothers does. We did one way back when I was a kid, long, long, long time ago, probably 30-plus years ago. Well, apparently, they did them up to last July. Oh, jeez. 2012. Yeah, we went on that tour. That was a really popular tour. Yeah. I had never heard of it. Yeah, we saw Sammy Davis Jr. there and Johnny Carson. I had never. You know, when I moved here, Jay Leno was... um, you know, Jay Leno was running the Tonight Show. It was before Ellen had moved on to that lot for her show, um, which she tapes now at, at Universal. Or no, at Warner Brothers. I'm sorry, she tapes at Warner Brothers. So, 
interestingly enough, Jay Leno has moved into Ellen's old studio. So, just lots of interesting and cool things you can do around Warner Brothers. You can certainly drive past. Warner Brothers is nice because you actually get access to their museum on their tour. Um, so you can drive past and around all that stuff. And then, of course, cool. you can go, of course, you can go up the hill to Universal. And while Universal is definitely a lot for another show to get into the details of touring Universal and this and that and what City Walk is like, know that there's, you know, a good day's worth of stuff you can do there. It is right off of the 101 freeway is the, probably the easiest access to it if you're coming up from Disney. You'll want to take Interstate 5 to Interstate 101. Or not, is it interstate? Eh, it's 101. We call it the. And. <laughs> <laughs> we call it the, you know, we don't mind if it's an interstate or an intrastate, you know, we don't keep track of that stuff. It's the one, the Hollywood Freeway. So you're gonna wanna take that up and it will actually tell you where to get off at Lancashire to go to Universal. Their hotels are up the main hill. So if you want to stay at one of their two hotels and use that as a base for a couple days, they're right up the same hill. Um, the parking is pay for parking at both of those hotels. It's included in your hotel fee. Um, Universal, I'll be honest with you, it's an expensive place to go if you aren't see if you want to just go to City Walk for the evening after you've spent the day in Griffith Park or something like that. It's expensive to park there. Yeah, it is. You only get any kind of parking discount when you see a movie at City Walk. And they have a great theater there. But if you want to do anything else, just eat dinner, walk around a little bit. Parking's not a bit, parking is not a, um, a great budgetary, um, incentive. So I w- if you want to do that, just plan on putting, I think, what is it, $12 just to park? It's like Disney. Yeah. And it's not cheap. It was 12 the last time I did it. It may, be, may be actually be all the way up to 15 Yeah, they probably, I'm sure they keep pace with, the, with Disneyland. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm... We'll talk more about details. It's been a long time since I've actually bothered to go to Universal because... Like I said, it's not a park for my kids necessarily. So we'll work on that. Maybe Mary Jo and I'll take a special trip next time Wayne's in town. <laughs> Sounds good. There you go. There we go. We're so, going gonna to keep you busy, Wayne. <laughs> I applaud that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know how much you like that park. Just don't plan Indeed. on me doing yeah. on, uh, anything that drops or bounces around too much. Unless you want me to puke. That's fine. Too much info. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Universal, allow a whole day for it, especially if you want to do City Walk. And get there, rel- you know, like Disney, get there relatively early. Because the locals come out around 10 or so. And you can see that just from, I can see that just from the drive and how many people actually take the tram up the hill from the subway. Now, that brings another interesting point. If you're using Universal as 
a as a jumping off point for a couple days if you want to stay at their Sheridan or their Hilton. Keep in mind that you have a subway down at the bottom that you can easily connect into Hollywood with. So, and that subway comes out right underneath the Hollywood and Highland complex right across from the El Cap Theater. So it's a really great way to bounce back and forth and it's a very inexpensive ride. And you can see how to do that on my lovely How I Screwed Up Taking the Subway <laughs> blog <laughs> or hit that show. I think, we buried so, that. I think we buried that show and that blog. I don't know. <laughs> I know I want to, and I know <laughs> Lily certainly will. <laughs> Mommy, remember the time we took the train? <laughs> She's never going to forget that. Oh, I know. That was quite the, uh, quite the interesting day for all of us. So, that's Mommy, pretty can we much... go to Compton again? <laughs> South Central. <laughs> yeah. Or down to Long Beach. You can even get down to Long Beach from where you're at. Anyway, sorry. So, that pretty much covers most of the things up in the Burbank, Glendale, um, area right in that plus Griffith Park so who knows maybe we'll do a separate show on on going to the observ- going to the museums of Griffith Park one of these days Mary Jo and I'll have to tour around and do that for you but if you want to add Walt's old stomping grounds to your territory there you go excellent Thank you, Nancy. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical than it's shared. Thanks for listening.